Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Allen West. You gotta light them up before they burn it down. Better dig deep, put them in the ground. But on their hands, they're hell bound. Save us all. Our second podcast episode, we talked about religious freedom, and we had three incredible pastors, one of which was mine own, that was with us. And I talked about this whole issue of the Black Robe Regiment. You know, once upon a time during the Revolutionary War, we had pastors, we had ministers, we had reverends that came down out of the pulpit and fought beside the men to make sure that we could have freedom in the United States of America. Well, one morning I was out for a run, and God kind of tapped me on the head while I'm running uphill. I don't know why he always chooses when I'm running uphill to have a conversation, but he gave me an idea about how we can restore the Black Robe Regiment here in the United States of America. So what we're going to do here through the Steadfast and Loyal podcast. In conjunction with My Faith Votes, my dear friend Jason Yates, I'm a national spokesperson for that 501c3 organization. We're going to look every month for two pastors that are indicative of that spirit of the Black Robe Regiment. And what you can do is you can submit a nomination of your pastor to a website, uh, email address, tomahawk at abwshow.com. Why? Because if they are selected, and we're only selecting two per month, people, they will get this tomahawk that I will have done for them by IST Laser Engraving, David Stortz of Bell Plain, Kansas. And on one side, you will have the pastor's name that was there on the handle. And then here you will see this incredible laser engraving of a Revolutionary War reverend carrying his Bible there with the cross on it. And of course, the words, the Black Robe Regiment. And then on the other side, you will have engraved the Black Robe Regiment, and you will see this verse, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2 through 5, and the Lion of Judah that is there, the lion's face within the cross. And what does it say in 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 through 5? Preach the word, be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when the people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. The first three who will receive this Black Robe Regiment Tomahawk, designed and created by David Stortz of Belle Plain, Kansas. My pastor at Sojourn Church here in Carrollton, Texas, Pastor Chris McCray, Pastor Dana Coverstone of Kentucky, and a dear friend, and that's Doug Giles 
who lives down in the Dripping Springs area here in Texas. But what we want you to do is start thinking about if your pastor is indicative of what it says in 2 Timothy 4, 2 through 5, nominate your pastor, he or she, at tomahawk at abwshow.com. Only two per month. I will continue to do this until I am no longer breathing on this earth to raise up the Black Robe Regiment here with the spirit of the tomahawk. Because I think we need warrior pastors once again to stand up against what we see happening here in the United States of America. Where you have a pastor that was out there reading from the Bible in Seattle, Washington. And he was arrested just for reading the Bible. He was accosted verbally, physically, just for reading God's word. The very first right that we have, the very first liberty that we have is the freedom of religion and the free exercise thereof. The Supreme Court had to make a decision in the Kennedy case that a coach could take a knee and just lift up a solemn prayer, not coerce anyone, not ask anyone to join him, just lift up a solemn prayer. That's why we need the new Black Robe Regiment who will go by 2 Timothy 4, 2-5. And see underneath, you will have the number of your sequence and the year that you received your Black Robe Regiment Tomahawk. The first three, Pastor Chris McRae, Pastor Dana Coverstone, and Doug Giles. And now for the month of August, we'll be looking to your nominations to select the next two. This is important. We need to have the pastors, the men of God, the Black Robe Regiment that preach the word in season and out. And stop going to churches where you're looking for pastors that just tickle your itching ears and tell you what you want to hear instead of what you need to hear. Now, tonight's podcast, we're going to talk about what the people need to hear. Because another one of those First Amendment rights that we have in the United States of America is the freedom of press. And I've often said that the progressive socialists left in America, they do not believe in the three branches of government. Heck, I don't think some of them even know what the three branches of government are. The executive, legislative, and judicial. And of course, Article One of the Constitution is legislative branch. It lays out their duties and responsibilities. Article Two is the executive branch. It lays out their duties and responsibilities. Article Three is the judicial branch. It lays out their duties and responsibilities. Right now, you've got the executive and legislative branches attacking the judicial branch because the judicial branch is finally doing what they're supposed to do as a constitutionally based court. And now the left wants it to be packed dissolved, impeached, whatever. And when I think about how if you turn on certain news media outlets in the United States of America, you see one story, but then you turn to others, and it's like you're living in an alternative universe. Because, see, the left believes in the three branches of rule. And the three branches of rule are the media, academia, and the courts. And they're upset right now. Like I say, they're in an apoplectic meltdown rage because they believe they've lost control of the Supreme Court. They, they no longer can implement their ideological agenda and will through a court-stitution because we're getting back to the Constitution. And so how do you enable that messaging, that narrative, 
you got to control the media. And what do we see happen? The reason why they are able to control the media, because most of these schools of communication and all these colleges and universities are left-leaning. And so we're raising the next generation of little leftist propagandists who go out there, and if you want to talk about the real collusion, the collusion between the Democrat National Party, the progressive socialist leftist Marxist, communists, and the media. I mean, it's funny, uh, you know, tragedy happened in Illinois with this deranged individual who shot up a 4th of July, an Independence Day parade, just the same as the deranged individual. There was a Black Lives Matter supporter that drove an SUV through a Christmas Day parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin, but you didn't hear a lot about that on the mainstream media. The individual that was led, led out just not too long before, driving the same vehicle for which he used to threaten a woman, he drove it through, a Christmas Day parade. Didn't see or hear a lot about that. Now, as more truth comes out about this shooter here in Highland Park, Illinois, will we hear a lot about that if it does not fit the narrative of the progressive socialist left? So we have got to get into this, and we've got to understand that we want a free press, but we don't want an ideological press. We don't want a Pravda here in the United States of America. We don't want a media that is not telling us what needs to be said. They're not reporting the news. And some of y'all may remember, I'm, I'm kind of dating myself now, I remember Huntley Brinkley. They just reported the news. And you got to decide. And Walter Cronkite kind of got off the ranch when he started to, you know, be on the side of the leftist agenda when it came to the war in Vietnam and reporting the Tet Offensive, not as a victory for us, but as a victory for the North Vietnamese Army and the Viet Cong. And General Jop will tell you that was a turning point. When they realized that they could use the American media for their own sake, that was a turning point in the Vietnam War. So we've got some individuals tonight that we're going to delve into this thing about how can conservatives make sure that their voices are heard in the media space in the United States of America? How can we make sure that we get truth out there? Now, there are some people on the conservative side. They are opinion writers and editors, and they have opinion shows. There's no doubt about it. But still, in that, they are dealing with facts. You look at the rage that the left went into after the Dobbs case decision, which overturned the Roe v. Wade decision. The leftist media completely blew the explanation of that. Why? Why can't you just tell the truth about what the decision was about? Why can't you tell the truth and refer back to the Constitution and talk about where this decision should have been? Why can't you get people to understand that the Supreme Court of the United States of America does not make rights and that this whole thing about murdering an unborn baby in the womb was never an enumerated right? It was never articulated in the Constitution. And if you want to change the Constitution of the United States of America, there's an amendment process that you have to go through. It is not a court that amends the Constitution. But why do certain media outlets choose not 
to tell that truth to the American people. I was very proud to have my flags up for Independence Day. Not just my flagpole, but I had additional flags around. But now all of a sudden, if you are carrying, waving, wearing an American flag, you're being castigated, denigrated, disparaged, demeaned as a racist or something along those lines. There are some, even in the United States of America, do not, do not believe that the United States was founded on July the 4th of 1776. That's not our Independence Day. The United States of America was founded in 1619. So why would people even allow that type of disturbing thought and commentary to be out there? So we're going to have a discussion about one of the three branches of rule of the progressive socialist left, and that's the media. Tonight, we have on Buck Sexton, who is the host of the Buck Sexton Show. We have on Josh Hammer, who is an opinion editor of Newsweek, a research fellow with the Edmund Burke Foundation. And we have Jack Posobiec, who is the senior editor of Human Events, one of the nation's oldest conservative outlets, founded in 1944. Because when I look at these young men, and women out there as well, as well, they're the ones who are going to make sure that we protect and preserve the longest-running constitutional republic that the world has ever known because they will ensure that truth is what gets out into the marketplace, not the distorted lies and ideological agenda of the progressive socialist left. We'll be right back. The very first Black Robe Regiment Tomahawk will go to our pastor, Pastor Chris McRae. Here is his name. Do you see a Revolutionary War pastor carrying a Bible? Black Robe Regiment. And on this side is the line of Judah and the cross. And it says 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 through 5. Preach the word in season and out. Pastor Chris, please come and accept your tomahawk. Remember that our mission here at the Steadfast and Loyal Podcast is to make sure you're better informed, better educated, so that you can be better activated. And you can go out and you can challenge the progressive socialist Marxist left on all of these issues. And when they start to yell and scream and froth at the mouth, you're winning the debate. Don't retract. Don't retreat. But press on. Because we can only win if we're on offense. If you like the podcast, please hit that like button and share it with others because we want to make sure that we can get this word out all across the United States of America. Thanks so very much to executive producer Lisa, producer Chad, all the staff members of the Steadfast and Loyal podcast, and to my dear friend CW3 Ryan Weaver for our theme music. Before they burn it down